Hi all, welcome to Chat and Flicks, the movie and TV podcast. I am your host, Carl Pierce. Today with us we have Lee Stackpool. Hello. And we have returning Daddy Daddy Brown. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we haven't been on for a while, so apologies for that. We've had a, f- a few tough days, some of us, personally me, uh, <laughs> so we haven't really called it, have we? And, um, but we, do, we are going to say welcome back to James. Yeah, um, I'm back. And congratulations yeah, on the yeah, congratulations on the new addition to the Chat and Flicks. Yeah, boss mate. Yeah, yeah. great. Um, yeah, people and, always say, don't they, when you have a baby, get you sleeping. Um, and you, you know, you, you, you always laugh it, laugh at it, and think, oh, it's just <laughs> get you sleeping. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, <laughs> um, loving it, loving it. But yeah, just adjusting to it as well at the same time. Yeah. And baby's all healthy yeah, and, yeah, and she's brilliant. She's yeah, she's quality. Yeah, we, we're both me and my wife are both in love with her. She's quality. Yeah. Ah, oh, boss. Good, good, good. <laughs> so yeah, you got fun and games for the next eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, today topic we're talking about sort of bizarre, weird endings to TV shows and films. Um, so before we do that, we're going to talk about what we've been watching. So should we come to you, Lee? What have you been watching recently? Well, I basically I've binge watched most of the uh, the Generation I and documentaries on Netflix. Um, obviously, as the, as the name suggested, all the um, bodybuilding uh, documentaries, uh, but they're mostly about obviously the economics behind it, the social media, how the, it's evolving as a sport. It's in some ways, obviously, I mean, there's, there's gyms everywhere now. Um, so people are a lot more aware of it, but bodybuilding sort of like still that sort of subculture, um, and it goes it goes into it all, you know, it goes into like you know the steroids and things like that. Um, mm. It talks about how, 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 how the more natural divisions have come into it. Um, obviously, they're calling it like you know physique and you know classic divisions and things like that, and they're for like more slightly more um, normal natural bodybuilding. Um, very similar to what um, Steve Burke, one of our um, con- contributors, is uh, is involved mm-hmm. in as well. Um, how, how that's sort of fitting into the to the whole bodybuilding thing. Um, and basically, how a lot of bodybuilders are moving into like you know acting and things like that. Obviously, you know Kai Green's in it. Um, he was in second series of Stranger Things, so a lot of oh. people have probably seen him in that. Um, only a very small part, but. Um, it's it sort of goes into all that. It's very interesting if you if you're interested in like sports documentaries, um, and how you know sports, you know, mm. is, is, is a brand as well as you know people people doing it. It's also sort of a brand. You know, people buy the supplements, the t-shirts, and things like that. Um, and it's been quite a good interesting watch. So is that a series, Leo? Is that like a, a film, like a load of films? Um, there's about three of the documentaries all on Netflix. Mm. Um, they're about an hour and a half long each. Yeah. Um, and um, I have to say they've been they've been quite a good, interesting watch. Do you get any tips, Lee, for uh, for your training? Um, no, I mean it shows you the diet and then them getting up at like two o'clock in the morning. And oh shit! Oh god! Oh, it's mad, It's just. It's it, it shows you the reality of it, you know what I mean, and it's it talks about like, um, it, it goes into that and how miserable it is, um, 
and I'll dedicate you've got to be, you know. They don't have many beers, do they, mate? They have no beers. They don't go Do you know what, though? It's it's proper interesting that Lee's mentioned something to do with fitness because, you know what, it, it, I've realised... Um, only yesterday I went for a little run and done like a little bit of ball work, just kicking a football about in that in my local little park. And yeah, mm. you only realise how long have we been in lockdown? So have we been in lockdown for nine weeks? Is it? Yeah, it's week ten. So, yeah, so so yeah, but I've, I had the extra week on top of use, didn't I? So after basically oh, right, ten yeah. weeks, I've been in lockdown, or maybe nearly eleven. Mm. And you know what? You, you can lose your fitness so quick. I've, I've, I'm always a guesser at my weight. I'm always good at guessing my weight. I fluctuate. Uh, I'm either up or down, but I can, I'm always good at managing it so I can lose weight dead quick. I can put weight on just as quick. You know what I mean? I can only have to look at a, a, at a pizza and I put on a, a few pounds. You know what I mean? I've always been, I've always <laughs> been like that, but then I can lose it dead quick as well. And like with holidays and that coming up. And then yesterday going for a run and not, not really doing any other exercise other than walking the dog. Jesus, honestly. I, I, I was almost as almost like three laps of the park, and it's only honestly it's a small park. Like it's not like the runs you've been doing, Carl. And like it, I was really like I was proper done in. And then we were doing like some like like ball work, just running with a football, and like you know like running through cones and that. And it was just like I was knackered. And like eight nine weeks ago, I could do that standing on my head and ten times over. You know, and twice on a Sunday, do you know what I mean? And it's just like, I, I don't know, it's just, yeah, it's just interesting that you mentioned, like, stuff like that. Your physique, it's just, you can lose it. Like, as I said, I think I've put on about half a stone. Um, I always put weight on in different, like, weird areas as well. It, like, spreads out evenly on my body. So it's not like I don't just tear up. It's like one arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like I just have, like, tear up with, like, a massive head. It comes all to my head. No, it's just, <laughs> no, it's just like, I've... I don't know, because it's like it's spread out because like, you wouldn't know, but only you know when yourself. So if you see me, you probably go, oh, you know, you look you look the same. Do you know what I mean? But I know I can tell. Do you know what I mean? It's about half a stone I've put on. Um, yeah, I hate mm. standing on scales. and stood on the scales the other week, and that was before this week, and it was like about four or five pounds. So it's, it's, it's been a bit more. But yeah, hopefully uh, I need to start sorting that out ASAP. <laughs> Back on my bike on Monday. Yeah, Back on my bike on Monday. Tell her, did I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, well, talking about the fitness, I, I, I think I've told you before. I've been watching the Joe Wicks every day, yeah. doing that with our Thomas. He's doing it a little bit. He's doing better now. He'll do like about four or five of the things. But I tell you what, I can't have to tell the yeah. difference. I, I feel oh, fitter. Boss. And he misses said to me, he misses said to me, like, your shoulders looking looking good. Like, I was like, oh, thanks, <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah. You've got to, if you get into the routine. I'm going to keep it going when we go back to work, yeah. and I'm going to keep keep exercise and keep doing Joe Wicks and what have you. Um, and do you running, think yeah. Joe Wicks? Do you think Joe mm-hmm. Wicks? Because obviously that's been really successful. Do you think he's going to keep up doing these videos, or is he going to end them? Well, he's he's been yeah, he's been doing these videos for years. I mean, because I remember doing them when I was in my old mm. gaff, and like we, we we done it on a Tuesday after, after school, mm. and like just like half an hour, just um, high intensity and all that. Um, but it's it's interesting that he's he sort of jumped on this. I mean, like, is, is pushing off on it. It's it's a, it's a great idea. It was a good opportunity for him. Yeah, it's a great idea. He, you know, he's, he's raised loads of money in that, and obviously doing something good. And like when people look back in the future about lockdown, I'm sure he'll be mentioned. Won't he? He'll be. Yeah, like he's one yeah, of the things that people go. It'll, it'll be like, what will it be? It'll be like Joe Wicks, Tiger King, 
What yeah. else? There's, there's yeah. been a few. Zoom. Zoom. Um, Zoom yeah. yeah. Um, face party. Yeah. That's been what other people have been doing. <laughs> Quizzes. Um, yeah. How much we yeah. depend on takeaways. Like, like especially the likes of us. Like, we are, like a takeaway makes my weekend feel like a weekend. So the fact that, like, our takeaways places have still been open, it's like, oh, yeah, it's Friday because I can get and um, whatever I get, it should be Chinese, do you know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's mad, mad. Yeah. It's been a strange, strange <laughs> few months, hasn't it? Yeah, crazy. Well, you've got it with the new baby, you've got to just eat when you can and eat yeah. what, eat what yeah. you can. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm got time to be Yeah, I'll end up, you'll your find, well, we've just, funny enough, we've just had, I've just made a lasagna. And that's the first time that we've sat because she was asleep. That's the first time we've sat and had a meal <laughs> together, like since she's been born. Uh, and yeah, just mad. it's just my cat. I said, Carla texted you the other day for advice. You're going to be getting a lot more texts. I'll tell you that as, as time goes on. Anytime. <laughs> and if any of our listeners want to give any advice on you know newborn babies and things, let us know. We'll pass yeah, it on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, Lee. Go back to what you've been watching. <laughs> Going off on a tangent there, didn't <laughs> No, that's pretty much everything that I've watched. Yeah, just a bit. To be honest, uh, that and just uh, playing me playing me PlayStation games. So that, that's pretty much all my viewing for this week. Oh, boss. Linked it back in with the fitness. By the way, I just, I just remembered some. I watched some yesterday. Um, Eddie Hall, obviously, um, previous world strongest yeah. man. Um, he done a little video on YouTube on his YouTube channel, and it was it was. The world's strongest man versus the world's strongest woman, like pound for pound, who who's better? Oh. And the world's strongest woman, apparently, I don't know where she's from, but like they were in Preston, so she must be like round that round them ways. Um, and yet, she, well, don't if it's a spoily, but like, yeah, she proper battled Did them, like <laughs> pound for pound. Yeah, like lift, Brilliant. like lifting, like like double her own weight and like one one you know one point five times her own weight and things like that. That's bastard. So yeah, it was good. I'll send you. I'll send you the link. But it was, it was good. It's good to watch. Yeah, send it. Send it over. I'll yeah. definitely watch that. It's bo- it's boss that she won as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, go on then, James. What have you been watching? If you've had time. <laughs> well, do you know what? <laughs> I think you know what I'm going to say. To be honest. So I obviously, for obvious reasons, I haven't had much time to watch anything. I am going to mention a couple. That I don't know what this is weird. So Rebecca's had loads of time to watch stuff. So she's watched loads. She's smashed series. So I'll mention the ones she's watched. I don't know how though, so I don't know where my my time's gone. No, when we've had time, probably just letting her watch her stuff, and I've just went on my phone, I think, and text you or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. So so, yeah. I, but one thing I have watched, and I can categorically say it's the greatest sport documentary series I've ever seen in my life yeah. was The Last Dance. The Last Dance, obviously, I mentioned it a few weeks ago when I'd started it. Um, having now finished it. Watched it. I think it was ten episodes. Seen all ten. Absolutely incredible. You don't even have to be. But I am a basketball fan. Don't know whether anyone knows. I like. I do watch me basketball, and I like me basketball. Not as much as Harry. Harry's well mm. more of a basketball fan than me. But I am a basketball fan mainly for coaching reasons and stuff like that. I always keep in the loop and watch it and stuff because you can always fall out of friends and stuff with basketball. But um, you don't have to be a basketball fan to appreciate it. You know, obviously, I'm sure you know Michael Jordan. Mm. You know, back in the 90s, he was sport, wasn't he? It was just sport with Michael Jordan, just like Nike. Nike was Michael Jordan, wasn't it? And just the, the yeah. story of him. Nike is. The, the story of him and what a man he was. As a man, he was inspirational. He was ruthless. He was horrible. <laughs> but there was a reason why he was horrible. <laughs> like, and I mean, not just horrible to like his, his competitors, horrible to his teammates. 
And like, you know, I wouldn't ruin it too yeah. much, but he talks why he was like that. And honestly, and, you know, how he brought people up to his level, you know, undoubtedly the greatest player of all time, without doubt. I know people say Kobe as well, you know, God rest his soul. But, mm. you know, you know what, like, he is on another level. He was just that good. And he was just an icon, really. And it's just fantastic to see him. And, you know, he's the only person that could retire be out the game two years, come back and still be the best player in the world. It was just unbelievable. He was, honestly, it was just unbelievable. And he wasn't just unbelievable at basketball. He was unbelievable at baseball. He was unbelievable. Yeah, he was just quality. He was just, honestly, boss at golf. He's just at loads of stuff. He's just an unbelievable man. And that's the best thing, best docu-series sport-related or any related, really. I would say out of docu-series that I've ever seen. And I'd highly recommend it. I know you retweeted a post I put in you on Instagram. And it's just it's just incredible, really. Mm. I don't know whether any of you have seen yeah. any of it. Um, no, but it's on my list to watch because I've been hearing quite a lot about that. There's been quite a few um, write-ups of it and I've stayed clear of reading them. Um, mm. Obviously, because I do intend to uh, to watch it. But I, I mean, I remember, just going back to uh, what Bromley was saying there, I mean, I remember being in, I must have been, like 12, 13, 14, when the, uh, do you remember the, yeah, 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 Jordan's, and, and, uh, yeah, and everyone just got <laughs> out them, you know what I mean, um, and then later on, obviously, there was, there was Pat Stevens, yeah. wasn't there, um, that came with a little basketball on them, but I think, I mean, the, 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 the Air Jordans were the, were the first sort of, um, you know, obviously, we, we were used to football related ones, obviously, in, in Britain, obviously, you know, we had, you know, King Kenny for Kenny Daglish were yeah. popular, weren't he? Mm. In, the, uh, in the 80s and things like that. But, you know, basketball maybe wasn't something that was played as much, um, certainly in schools, probably at the time. Uh, but certainly everyone yeah. wore the gear. Um, internationally, everyone wanted them Jordans everywhere, whether or not there was a basketball scene. It was, it was, you know, it was, it, he was yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he was. He, he saw that he set yeah. the trend for what's to come. So, like, you just look at Beckham, like, obviously, you look at Beckham and it's Bram Beckham, isn't it? And just Beckham based himself on Michael Jordan. You could just tell the way he's being marketed to the to the bet to the best the way he could. The difference between them two, and this doesn't, this is not a spoiler. There's not really the press never had any dirt on Jordan ever. He was like squeaky clean. Other than he was a bit, he had a bit of it. He loved to gamble, but not, and that was out of control. He loved to gamble. Um, yeah. but whereas with Beckham, Beckham had that story with Rebecca Lewis, didn't he? And that, and that just sort of roots it massively dinted him. Um, yeah, and stuff like that. Whereas Jordan just yeah. didn't. It, there was nothing on him really, as I said, other than liking a bit of a gamble. It wasn't the ad nothing on him, so he was squeaky clean. So they, they used to try and strip his character apart, like say, like, oh, he's not a nice fella. But like, you, you find out why he weren't the nicest of people to his teammates. And you know, I, you know, I don't think his team, former teammates, are complaining about it now, are they? Because they've got the medals and that. So, oh, so you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's one of those. But yeah, so. That other than that, that's really all I've watched. To be fair, but I have got ones to mention just because they're in the mainstream media a lot recently, especially the last couple of weeks. And Rebecca, you know, my wife, she proper wants me to mention them. So the first one has been probably her favourite thing, and it's that normal people. Is it normal people? The story is based on a book. I think it's normal people. I'm saying. Oh, yeah. If I'm saying it wrong. Not all. Yeah, oh, not all, is it ordinary? I can't remember. Normal, normal people. I think it's normal people, or whatever. Or yeah, I think it's something like that. Normal people, or yeah. something. It, normal people, yeah. yeah. BBC, BBC. Um, 
but yeah, it's been the best thing she's watched. I think it's like a romantic story. Um, it's a series on BBC that's been something that she highly recommends. I know it's been mentioned a couple of times on in like on the telly and that. Um, and the other one she's just finished today is White Lines on Netflix. Um, oh, but that's another that. one. Like everyone in my family was raving about that, so she's watched it. But as I said I haven't really watched anything really other than the last dance. And then we've just been like putting stuff on, you know, just whatever's on on the telly. Like, the one thing I've realised is mainstream telly now is absolutely garbage. Just like, there's, there's, not, there's literally nothing on. Oh, it's oh, just... isn't it? It's absolutely shocking. It's I mean, I just caught, I just caught, like, when I was making a day, uh, making me boo, about, like, ten seconds of coronation speech, and I'm like, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. I'm like, Mum, what are you watching this for? He is right, honestly. He's genuinely I'd, right. I'd rather, I'd, I'd rather something awful than cheesy, but like maybe set somewhere exotic. You know, well, well, do you know what, Lee? That's funny you say that, right? Because that's exactly why people have been raving about that White Lines. So that White Lines is like, it's apparently it's quite like mediocre, mediocre acting. An okay story, but it's set in Ibiza. So like everyone's saying, like visually... Yeah. It's beautiful, though, to just see. And especially if you've been to Ibiza, it's like, it's you know, because people aren't going to get to go away, really. But you don't know. There's been talk about that, I think, about the holiday situation. But, yeah. you know, people are thinking yeah. that they might not get to go away. And, you know, if you've been to Ibiza, like, people are raving about it, saying, like, fud back memories. And it's lovely to see something nice, even though we've had nice weather here, just to see, like, another island and that. <laughs> yeah. Holiday from yeah, home. basically, yeah. People are saying that, but it's funny because the actors are Manx and like, uh, well, Mancunians. Um, and one of one of them is used to be on Cory. It's like Cory and Ibiza. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a couple of them who have been on Cory. Um, so it's like coronation yeah. season abroad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What? What else would yeah. you want to? That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, they're the only things I can mention, really. Uh, yeah, yeah. Not, nothing else, nothing else. Although I will say something. I've been watching um, Good Morning Britain of a morning. Now, I know Richard hates Good Morning Britain because um, he hates Piers Morgan. But I've, I've never been a fan of Piers Morgan because I always think he's controversial for controversial sake and stuff like that and, you know, and stuff. But, but he's the only yeah. one. In the country, in the media, the mainstream media, where he was, I think a few other media outlets are turning now. But who's holding the gov? Who's holding the government yeah, to account? And he's he's really going yeah. for them now. Whether that's for his own self gain, I don't know. It like maybe could be. Wouldn't even surprise me if Piers Morgan had to be the prime minister one day. But he's but the fact that he's holding them to account, and I've been watching him a lot. You know, the last few weeks, and I've thought, you know what, fair play to him. I thought he, he's, he's going for them and he's, he's ballsy with it, you know what I mean? With the stuff he says. Yeah. And, you know, he won't let them Tories wriggle away from any discussion. I don't know, just try and still clear the politics. But, you know, I think we can all say they've made a few mistakes. And he, well, a lot of mistakes. And, and you know, <laughs> yeah, let's not get yeah, into that. And, he, and, he, and, he's, <laughs> and he's really, really like, not, there's no wriggle room. So what's happened now is the, the Tories now refuse to go on Good Morning Britain because cause they just know yeah. that he's just going to. Savage them. So yeah, that's other bit of telly I've been yeah. watching Good Morning Britain. It's yeah. been good value, you know, in the morning. And like it's like someone speaking for us because it's our frustrations as a country, I suppose, and he's he's voicing them. You know, mm. you know. Yeah. Sounds 
All right. Well, uh, I've I've got a big list. Your your list is quite small. I've got a big list. Um, but like that's just reminds me. I think I mentioned it last last episode, but I did I did watch Space Jam. Michael Jordan's finest. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, I love Space Jam. I know, but I think I think I said to the lads last time I, I fell asleep watching it because I was just too yeah. tired and woke up at the end. <laughs> and I was having this I was having this conversation with uh, my mates on, on like on WhatsApp. Because we were talking about, uh, you know, that what's that what's that program called? The uh, the Chicago Bulls one. The last it? dance. Last dance. And we were saying about like um, who's the greatest athlete ever. And we were having a discussion about like whether golf is an, is is like an athletic mm-hmm. sport or like is weight is weightlifting and big debate about it anyway. And um, I said Michael um, Michael Jordan's finest moments was, was Space Jam. <laughs> but who's the who is the M- who is the MVP in Space Jam? Bill Murray. Yes, you are right, James. <laughs> Bill Murray saved the day. Yeah, Michael Jordan, don't get me wrong, he was a big part of that team, but Bill Murray saved the game. He saved <laughs> yeah, the game. He does, yeah, he actually does yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then retired after one game. So, yeah, I watched that. Um, and a few other bits with, 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 with Thomas. Like um, I've talked about this in the past. My Neighbour Totoro, which is a Japanese animation oh, yeah, one. Um, I, can nev- I can never say that... The, director's name Mikazi I think his name is or something like that I don't know I'm not going to try again but it's just a beautiful film um, it's a, a two girls who move into a new house with the dad and there's like a little sort of hidden world at the bottom of the garden and this strange creature this like big cat bear thing lives at the bottom of the garden and just sort of playing around mm. with it And but it's, it just looks looks amazing looks beautiful and it, what a film and it's the most famous thing about it is is the cat bus. It's literally a cat that the kids can step in, and it's a bus, and it sort of jumps off. It's everything. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mad film. Written on the tin, isn't it? <laughs> it's a cat, cat bus. Yeah, it, it is. is actually it's just a cat. That's a bus. Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. It is. It's the Ron Seal deal. Yeah, it is spot on. It's a great, great film. What's that? It'll be, and that was that was nice. And he, he seemed to enjoy it as well, which is good because he's only three. Obviously, I thought is he a bit too young for it? Um. But no, it was it was good. Um, what's the few other, like? What's the the usual stuff? So like the Simpsons, been watching that. Nah. I won't too, talk too much about this, but I've been watching that driving school on bit on ITV three. And I know, like Lee, you were saying about mainstream telly being a bit shit, but this, oh, it, it, it's it's it. I I just find it so watchable. Watching people take all, the driving test, all the nerves, all the nerves, and like just it? like, oh. and yeah, and I know this. I'm wishing about <laughs> I'm wishing about the camera rolling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say it's Aww. it's a bit of a touchy subject for you at the moment. I know, but like it is like, and some of the stuff people do, and some of the stuff people say to the instructors is like it's just like cringy, and it just makes you cringe all the time. But um, I do funny, like watching that. It's it funny without going too much. Um, it, it is on topic, so I need to tell you. I'm sure we won't mind me saying this, but one but, of the lads I went for a social distance run with yesterday. Um, Michael, he was talking about one of his because he'd failed many times, and he was talking about one of his failed tests. And it, honestly, God, mate, it was hilarious. And he said it got to the point where he was arguing with the instructor, and the instructor went in. The instructor went, "I'm going to get out." And Michael went, "No, I'm not getting out." And then he got he got out and stormed out, <laughs> and he put a complaint in against him, going, Did "You he meant have? to be a civil servant, you know what I mean?" And you strike the fear of God in me. <laughs> he like you stake the fear of God, but he like he had basically what happened because he was that nervous. Yeah. He was like thinking, "What you talk about?" And this fella had like an Everton badge, obviously because I support Everton. Michael supports Everton as well, 
and the, the the guy had like an Everton like badge on his um like yeah, I think he had like a satchel or something. So Michael said to him, You're a the blue then, mate, yeah. Thought, you know, I'll get off to a good point, talk to him. And he just went, look forward. And just ignored him. <laughs> and he thought, Oh, this isn't gonna start well. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I've had I've had an antagonistic um instructor <laughs> and I tell you what, it was just like it was horrendous. Yeah. Oh, it's, it was, uh, it's 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 hor- it's a horrible it's a horrible sort of situation, isn't it? It's just like I mean, I I took the test three times. I totally deserved to fail the first two. I but and I, I, I drove boss the third, but I could have easily failed that. There was a moment where I could have failed, but like it is it's just, just like, the day, the draw. like he was he was quite a nice fella. Yeah, he was quite a nice fella the last one, and the other two weren't horrible. But yeah, it's just it just depends who you get, doesn't it? But yeah, it, when I watch it, it just takes me back to those like. Those times when I failed my test. Like the first time I failed my test was when England were in the World Cup. I think it was 2002, and where we got knocked out by Brazil. And it was, it was, it was the day of the Brazil Seaman. game, so was that I went for the David test Seaman in the morning. The yeah, got lobbed by Ronaldinho. Yeah, 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 Ronaldinho. Yeah, and it, so I had my test in the morning, failed it. Was in an awful mood, mood and then England got knocked out. <laughs> I was like, oh, what a day! Worst day ever. Then, yeah, just yeah. We, it just, it just, it just, it's just fascinating to watch how people react to it. Anyway, it is, um, it is. I know it's it's, it's trash TV, but it's 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 enjoyable trash TV. But um, I've got a, I've got I've got two amazing films I need to talk about, and it's a bit of a sports theme tonight, isn't it? Um, I've I finally got round to watching oh, the Maradona no, film. I haven't. I don't seen it. No, but I, I really want it. Napoli. Yeah, yeah. Is that Napoli? Yeah. In yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, I mean, it's all it's all like footage from the time, um, and I think I can't know the director's name, but it's the director who done Senna as well. Senna's a great documentary as well um, about it and Senna, yeah, and it's it's very similar to that. Obviously, different themes, but like, and I, I'm obviously like you can appreciate Maradona, probably the greatest footballer ever lived, if not in the top two or three, um, and like obviously. English people hate him because of what he's done in the World Cup and like his arrogance and, and you know all that. When you actually watch it, he he, he put he, he sort of like he became this character. It's he, 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 describing the film as coming from Diego when he when he turned sixteen or whatever and joined like what, the team that he joined. He became Maradona and he became the superstar and he, he had to put on this persona and that's the man. So he was that done. when he joined? Was that um, was Tony Carr? Was that when he won? Because his first team was River Plate. Uh, River Plate's first team or Boca Juniors, one of them. Is it one? Was it? Boca, I can't remember it's probably Boca. Yeah, one of South Boca. American. One. And then I think does he go to Barcelona then? Yeah. And is that when he becomes? Yeah. Yeah, he went to Barca. Didn't, didn't do much at Barca. I don't think. Mm. Didn't. Don't even think he won. Think won yeah, anything. But yeah, went to Naples was, and was yeah. like a massive success. But then he. He won loads of stuff. That's not spoiling it because it's just history, but he won loads of stuff at Naples. And then basically at the end of the, like, the, the, the league game, the last league game of the season where he won the league, he said to the owner, he just I want to leave. Yeah. And, like, the owner, and then but, but, well, well, that's, but, and then he goes to the press and says, well, I've told the owner I want to leave, so I'm ready to go. When he, when he wants to let me go, I'll just go. And like, But he didn't sell him. <laughs> so so like, he, sort of, he sort of turned, not like everyone against him. And then obviously... Um, was it the 1990 World Cup? He knocked Argentina, oh, knocked yeah. Italy out of the World Cup, and Maradona scored, I think. And like, so all the Italians hated him. So he just, but it's, but he was doing all the drugs and all the women at the same time in Naples, 
And when when he, he, he sort of turned Turk on him, the government just went for him. And it's like, you just, you know, yeah. ah, you bastards, why have you just gone for him like yeah, that? Just because you're a bit sour getting yeah. knocked out. They've, they've nailed him then. And and it just, his, his, his life turned to that, like, just went down the swanny after that. But yeah, great documentary. Even if you're not into football, it's it's just fascinating to watch. And like, he, he was he was an amazing footballer. And there's a, there's a scene at the end where he's like playing five aside, and you look at him, and he just looks like you know like a little like a no, not a little but he's he's just a bum watch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like just playing footy. You know what I mean? Um, I've got that. I've got it's, that it's recorded. Yeah, great film. You, you know, because like, it was on wearing it over Christmas. Was it Christmas? It was over. Yeah. yeah, I've got it recorded on Christmas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how I watched it as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, Watch. great. Highly recommended that one. Um, so and I. Another film we've watched, because we've, we've watched all the Harry Potter films. We finally got through to um, the last one, which is the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Brilliant film. Deathly Hallows 1 and 2 are just fantastic, absolutely amazing films and do everything they need to. Like, everyone gets the sort of payoff. So the next film we were going to, like, the next film series we're going to watch, um, me and Laura, yeah. was, was the Terminator films. Because I, I bought the new Terminator Dark Fate for, the, for Mother's Day, I think it was. Um, and we haven't watched it yet. So I said, well, do you want to watch Terminator 1 and 2 before we watch it? Because apparently it, it ignores Terminator 3 and all them. Mm-hmm. So if you watch Terminator 1 and 2, this is like the, the next follow-on. So we watched Terminator 1, and you know what? It is an absolutely incredible film. I've seen it before, obviously, and thought, yeah, it's, it's brilliant. But I just forgot how, how amazing it is. It, 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 it is It is just... It's, you could even describe it not as a sci-fi. It's a horror yeah. film. or like you know, Because like you've got this the Terminator chasing them. And there's, there's, there's moments where, like, he's this unstoppable force, just like, you know, mowing down busies and, you know, just, just throwing people through windows and, and, and all sorts. And it is just amazing. I mean... It is, yeah. It's an absolutely phenomenal. It is. So, some of the effects looking a bit ropey these days, like when he's taking his eye out, you can tell yeah, it's, yeah. it's like a, it's a dummy. Yeah. But the, the end scenes with the, with this sort of stop um, animation, the stop motion animation of the, the robot... The ectoskeleton, I would call it, is oh, it just looks fantastic. It looks great. I mean, I would take that any day over mm. the CGI shite, you see. Um, yeah, so absolutely. So I'm really, really looking forward to Terminator 2 because I've always thought Terminator 2 is mm-hmm. better than Terminator 1. But if I've enjoyed that as much as that, or do you think Terminator 2 will just go up even more levels and you'll be like, bloody hell, this is like best film of all time levels? Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because yeah, because I loved it when I was a kid. I loved Terminator Two as a kid, um, more than Terminator One. But Terminator, I I can't fault that first Terminator because like even like the structure of it, the pace of it, the characters are great. You know, it's it's a simple story, but it's it's a clever story. Um, yeah, I love it. It was a great film. Gosh. Brilliant. Highly recommended. Yeah. So and I'll quickly mention. I started watching The Witcher. Mm-hmm. But then I told I told okay. Lauren about it. I, I loved the first episode. I told Lauren about it, and now we're going to watch it together. So we haven't watched it since. <laughs> we haven't had a, had a chance. Oh, so we'll, we'll get around to watching that. And this is my last one. I will mention after our Ridley Scott episode, I went back and watched Legend, um, with starring Tom Cruise and Tim Curry, like a sort of fantasy one, sort of like a devil sort of character. Um, turned it off halfway through. Couldn't abide it. Just. It, it's the third time I've tried to watch it, and the third time I just couldn't. I couldn't make it. I just got bored. wasn't into it at all. Um, no, absolutely. And like, I, I'm disappointed because it looks 
it looks great. It looks right up my street, and I just I just couldn't get into it. So, um, if he ever brings out his own director's cut of it, maybe that'll be good. But yeah, well, wasn't a fan. Wasn't a fan of that one. Yeah, I'm yeah. with that as well. And that's me. So, should we get on to this week's topic? Yes. So, we are talking about films and programs, film and TV programs, which have strange or bizarre endings. Endings that come out of left field, endings you weren't expecting. Um, not necessarily bad endings, though I, I know the ones I'm going to be talking about, well, most of them are bad endings. Um, but just sort of totally, totally weird or just like totally different to the rest of the show or, you know, maybe it was getting cancelled and they've had to wrap it up as quick as they can. Um, or they've had to, you know, just, uh, yeah, just after absolutely strange endings but after. So, who wants that? Lee, do you want to start with one of yours? I'll go, I'll go with, with the first one of mine and it was one of the first ones that sort of, it's sort of, there was two sort of, um, this sort of year um, and it, it was all the way back in obviously 1991. Um, anyone ever remember the original endings to the original series of Dallas? No, don't. Right, alright, so effectively Dallas was, well, loads of people probably won't remember it, but it, it was the big TV event of the late mm. 80s, um, coming into the to the 90s, and obviously with Larry Hagman as the, you know, the devilish sort of oil baron involved in all sorts of shenanigans and stuff like that. Now, I'm going to be honest, I was only really young at the time, and I didn't watch it from the beginning. Um, I just remember it being on, and everyone talking about it, and it was in the news, because it was obviously televised over here. Um, but I do remember watching in 1991, um, I was obviously getting old enough to start watching like television programmes and appreciate them a little bit more for plots and things like that. The original end of the Dallas, um, they, they finished it, they did remake the series later, but I'm talking about the original end mm. of it uh, in 1991. It was the end of where um, it was a, a spin on A Wonderful Life, um, but it's effectively <laughs> the devil comes for JR. And get them to shoot themselves. <laughs> um, so you have basically this sort of. Um, obviously, there wasn't that much gratuitous, like you know, titillation and stuff in Dallas, but everyone was glamorous. Everyone was rich. Um, it was obviously, you know, like like people watch obviously the Real Housewives of Cheshire and stuff like that. You know, you had shows like Dallas that people liked because people had fancy houses and cars, and um, all the women had fancy dresses, and all the fellas had money and cars and stuff, and. It, it was one of them sort of um, shows that was really sort of popular. But I remember watching the, um, obviously because it was coming to an end and all the newspapers and film things were talking about like how this this sort of big television event was coming. And I remember watching the last series, um, not really understanding everything that was going on because I didn't really watch it from the beginning. Um, but I remember watching this, this final episode where effectively they have this sort of like weird sort of like paranormal event going on um, where the devil comes and shows what life would be like if J.R. Ewan never existed. And um, yeah, that was that was effectively the, uh, <laughs> how, how the original series of Dallas ended. Um, and I've mentioned that to people a couple of times over the years and it's, it was one of them sorts of television ends. It was like, it was like, whoa, that is weird. Let's pretend that never happened. <laughs> Yeah, it was, and it was utterly, it was utterly bizarre. A complete like curveball to this sort of, um, you know, trash sort of program, 
um, about like rich people and all the shenanigans <laughs> that they get into, and it had like this sort of like weird ending that just come out of nowhere. Um, and whether that was a stroke of genius or they just didn't know how to end it, <laughs> I, I'll never know. I know they did remake the series uh, not so mm. long ago, and uh, I, I didn't watch any of it. Um, but I, mean, I certainly remember when I was about, I must have been about 11 or 12 when I watched it, and I was like, what, what, what's, what's going on here? Like, <laughs> um, and it must have been something about that year because it was the same sort of year that Swim Peaks came out on the television as well. So maybe, I don't know, maybe uh, scriptwriters with crazy ideas were just getting a lot of work that year. But I wanted to kick off with that one anyway. Yeah. Um, and I'd be interested to see if we get any comments of anyone else who was old enough to have watched it. Did the, dev, did the devil have a suit on, Lee? Yeah, because... <laughs> the devil had a suit on. Um, and it was like... It was it was basically showing JR what, what life would be like if, it, if he wasn't around, get, you know, getting involved in shenanigans and power plays and corruption and all sorts of stuff like that. And it was just, it was just utterly bizarre. And at the, uh, at the end... The, the, you know, the final obviously scene is obviously is the guy's eyes saying red, and then you're like, Oh, yeah, he's, he's like, he's like <laughs> and that was that was it. And this was, this was like prime science television, yeah. and it must have just I don't know whether or not people were, were like, um, were really shocked by it. Um, it's gonna be something I'm gonna probably look up, um to see what the, the, the write-ups and things were for that final series. Yeah. But I just wanted to kick off that one, as it was the most bizarre thing I watched on television uh, when I was about 12 or 13. Yeah, because that's, that's quite a serious show, isn't it? Like, there's no sort of supernatural stuff in there at all, is there? Not that I know of. No, it was, uh, obviously, you're not the whole... You're not the whole um, it was obviously the first show where the actors and actresses were getting paid exorbitant mm. money. You obviously had um, Patrick Duffy's as Bobby from Dallas, who died, um, they wrote him out. I mean, he was dead for an entire series. <laughs> then he come out of the shower, and he was back alive because it was yeah. a dream. In one of the most jaws up and infamous television moments of yeah. all time, and it was all to do with like he wanted more money for his character. <laughs> um, so it, it it obviously had them sort of like weird and wonderful shockers, but there was certainly nothing any real like paranormal about the entire program until mm. the very end. Um, I don't. I don't know whether they picked that up when they remade the show, because um, like I say, I didn't watch it. But I just thought I'd kick off with that one, as it was probably the first one um, I watched on the television when I was younger. I was like, "What? What was going on there?" <laughs> yeah. What was? What was? What was Ooh, about? Oh, didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's exactly. It. I mean, that's 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 a perfect start, that Lee. I like that. Um, can I can I do a double whammy? Here? I'm I'm gonna go to the films. Um, I might do a triple whammy actually because there's a couple of films I've watched two of them star Nicolas Cage where I've enjoyed it and I've been into it and got into it and into the plot and then at the end it's aliens <laughs> and it, it hasn't it hasn't been aliens all the way through oh, I know. and I hate yeah, I, I hate that and I might have mentioned it before but I hate that the way they just oh, but it's aliens so like you had this like the first one I'm going to mention is Knowing. The Knowing, or is it yeah. The Knowing? It might be The Knowing or Knowing. Nicholas Cage. And, uh, yeah, so yeah. basically, he, he finds a way that he can predict. There's like a code where he can predict like terrible events happening, like 9-11 and airplane crashes and things. And there's an airplane crash in it, which is, which is 
spectacular. You know, it's, it's it's fantastic to watch and and all that. And it's going through all this, and he's, he's trying to get away with his kids and all sorts. And then at the end, aliens take his kids away. And it's like, well, hang on, there was, what, what about aliens? Where, where's that come from? That's just it doesn't make sense at all. And you see the kids living off on this other planet. Um, yeah, it's just it's, it's bizarre and doesn't matter. You hate aliens, Carl. It just doesn't make sense. Carl, that is your. It's a bit like you've got beef with I, the I, aliens. Do you know what? I don't. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't. I don't hate aliens as long as I know, it, it, as long as it makes sense. So like, if they mention it, it oh, there's aliens all the way through the film. Like it's great. Like today, I've been listening to the album of War of the Worlds. I love aliens. Aliens are great, but don't just throw aliens in there because it's it's a convenient way to end it. It's like a convenient way of like like Lee saying about the um, the like the, it, it was all a dream. Oh, at the end of the film, it's all a dream. That's, it's not. It's not all a dream. It's doesn't make sense. So that's my first one. And this also links in very nicely with um, another one where it was just aliens. So Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. <laughs> oh, which, Jesus Christ, yeah. I- I'll be honest. I enjoyed the film until it was aliens at the end. And it, the aliens take off into the sky. And you're like, no, <laughs> it didn't have to be aliens. Why didn't Any, it be like God or ghosts? You know. Anything else but aliens, yeah. It just spoiled it. Because, like, you know, you've got supernatural things in Indiana Jones. I can live with that. That's great. Brilliant. But aliens, no. Not having that. Not having it. Um, so, yeah, they're very similar. Where just at the end, I would end up being aliens. And then the other Nicolas Cage one I wanted to talk about was Next. And this is one where... I don't know. Has anyone seen this one? I am. No. So, no. It's, it's basically where he... he I can't remember if he's an FBI agent or something like that. And he, he basically, he can see what's going to happen, but then sort of rewind. He can see it in his mind and it can rewind back to a moment and change his mind. So if he sees that he knocks a cup off the table, he can remind back in his mind that he's not going to do that and, and that sort of thing, basically. So this next, it, it goes through it and he's rewinding back in time and rewind, keeps rewinding back in time, but he, he can't stop this, this horrible terrorist or whatever it is. And then at the very end, the whole reason that the terrorists won was because he had met this woman that he fell in love with. So the film ends, spoilers, sorry, but he, the film ends with him, basically the moment when he met this woman, which you've already seen like two hours ago, and he sort of just walks away from it and goes, I know what I've got to do, and well, walks away. And that's how the film ends. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, well, come on, show us what's going to happen. Ah, just, just totally weird. Just weird endings that just don't <laughs> seem to make much sense. <laughs> But um, <laughs> just trying to be and too aliens. clever for their own good. Yeah. <laughs> and aliens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you know what this coronavirus? Yeah. Have you ever thought so, it's you... aliens? Yeah. <laughs> it ah, could be. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it, it, might, it might be because no one yeah, mentioned aliens at all. Dark, so aliens. it could be. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Boris is a lizard, we know that. <laughs> yeah. But um, so James, I know you haven't had much time to prepare for this being being a new yeah. dad. Well, have you got um, any, any bizarre ones? So, to about? be honest, I've only got about two. Um, the first one's better than the latter. Um, although I do love both films, I just thought, and this, I just thought it was stroke of genius. Really, was when you first sent me the brief. Obviously, I've not really been on my phone much and whatnot. And then when you said weird endings, mm. I was thinking, like, as in weird, as in like. You know, something just proper weird happens. You know what I mean? And I thought, no, I think I, th- I think he means like different or a bit. You know, something unusual happens. So I thought 
was it? And I thought it was brilliant by Quentin yeah. Tarantino doing a bit of research. Now, obviously, that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Now, as you know, I was a massive fan of that movie. Now, I know it's had mixed reviews mm. off like our friends and stuff. I know some of us have loved it, some of us have hated it. I was a massive fan. And the main reason mm. I was such a fan was that ending. It, 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 Quentin Tarantino just gets you off guard because you, if you know your history, you sort of you think you know what's going to happen and then it doesn't happen because Quentin Tarantino just rewrites history yeah. and I thought, bloody hell. So obviously those, you know, yeah. spoiler alert, you know, it's been out for a while now, so I am going to say. Um, so obviously for those that, it's based around the Manson, the time of the Manson murders and, you know, we all know how it ends, they go into the house, they kill everyone and so, and so on and so forth and, you know. Hmm. They're all gonna die, um, and they don't. And it's just, it's just there to just rewrite history, and it yeah. just, I just think it's absolute genius from Quentin Tarantino the way the way he changes it. Just you know, just yeah. a massive fan of just how you can rewrite history and you know pull something like a, 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 a history within film. I just thought it was amazing and a genius stroke, you know. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of people criticised that film because um, what's her name? Margot Robbie doesn't really do much, and she's just sort of pottering around and doesn't really say much and just do anything. But then yeah. that that makes that ending even more amazing because, as you say, as you're watching the film, have you seen it yet, Lee? Sorry. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but um, I know enough about it. That's not. Oh, sorry, fair enough. But yes, yeah, so, but I. She's just like living a life, you know. Goes and watch herself watching a, in a film and things like that. And during the film, you're like, "Well, what's the point in in, in her being in it? Because you know she's going to get killed off." Um, but then, yeah, the, the ending really changes history. It just and it, yeah, and it just makes you think. Go, if, oh, sorry, that's amazing. So but it makes you think. I, I if, watch- you know if Brad Pitt's character oh, and Leonardo DiCaprio's characters were around, then what would have happened? Do you know what I mean? It makes you think, doesn't it? If like. Would these have? Would these fellas have changed yeah. history or whatever? You know what I mean. It's just great how these fictional characters <laughs> became, become heroes. Yeah. It's a shame they weren't like actually there at the time to save the day. Yeah. Yeah. And a bit like Inglorious Bastards, where um, he, you know, he, again, he changes history, doesn't he? Kills off Hitler, kills off most of the Third Reich in the in in the cinema. Um, yeah, happy ending. And all great that. <laughs> and his face, I mean, you can tell it's rubber, but like his face just gets destroyed, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But that's a good choice, that, uh, James. Any, any more from you, Lee? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple. I've got to scare very quickly over these next two, um, obviously, because I've mentioned them quite a few times before, and um, I'll just end up sounding repetitive, but obviously. Um, obviously, after the, the the episode of Dallas, I've just mentioned. Obviously, in the in the early nineties, you had um, you obviously had the first two series of Swim mm. as well, um, fitting into that sort of bizarre, jaw-dropping, weird ending that no one was sort of expecting. Um, it still probably got the most infamous jaw-dropping ending out of most shows that I've personally seen. Um, and I know, obviously, they just 
they made a couple of years ago, um, the third series, and they've done exactly the same thing again. Just when they thought, <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd waited 20 years between series two and three, and you were hoping for a little bit of a happy, happy sort of end, and David Lynch basically does what David Lynch does best and just throws you a complete careful, and it ends with another jaw-dropping, horrible, bizarre sort of ending that you kind of like, I have no idea what's just happened. Um, and, I, you know, I've, I've got to mention that again because to do it once in a series is is an achievement, but obviously to do it twice, uh, 20 yeah. years later, uh, was so that's definitely worth a mention. Um, I know I've mentioned them as other works that he'd done in between uh, Mulholland Drive quite a few times as well. Uh, I wouldn't say around and say it's like a, a bizarre ending. It's a more it's more a bizarre second half of the film. <laughs> uh, you can't actually split the two films into two halves. Uh, and there's a whole series of literature and theories on it, precisely what the film's actually about. But again, if you haven't seen that, I've, I've said this quite a few times before on previous podcasts, but that's definitely um, that's definitely mm. a film to watch um, in terms of um, a really bizarre curveball <laughs> ending. Um, so that's my that's my, I want I want to sort of skate over them because I've mentioned them quite a few times before, um, but definitely um, worth worth a mention again. Um, personally, one that I want to talk about um, slightly more recent, um, and I don't think personally think it was done on purpose um, the way that. The previous sort of um, endings were over the shows that I've mentioned. I want to talk about the end of Dexter. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm sort of glad that Richard's not here because mm. he's still working his way through them. Um, so if Richard, when you're listening to this, you're going to turn off now. Um, yeah, it's been off for ages. Yeah, it's been, been off a few years, hasn't it? Um, yeah, it's been par- the ending's been parodied enough times that it, it's probably spoils it for anyone who hasn't sort of watched it. Um, you've got this brilliant series all the way through. A strong series. Um, I can only sort of for anyone that hasn't seen it, he's a sort of like a serial killer. And it's a very similar premise for anyone that watched you um, for two series of that. You've basically got this guy who's not a good guy in <laughs> any way, shape or form but you like him and you root for him. And all of that. And again, that's another strong series. But with Dexter, you had multiple series with multiple cameos by some sort of really amazing actors. John Lithgow plays one of the most evil bad guys I've ever seen played on television by anyone. Um, it's it's an ult- it's an ultimately strong mm. series for multiple series that it ran. And then the final couple of episodes and the ending it was kind of <laughs> what, what happened there um, and, I, and I, I feel it wasn't done on purpose I feel like they genuinely <laughs> ran out of ideas and you ended up with this absolutely flat and inane ending um, that to be fair it left it open they could pick it up and if there's any as any series that's ever been made that deserves a couple of standalone episodes to just give it a better ending, 
then I have to put her at the top of my list for Dexter because it was it was so good all the way through. Um, my girlfriend introduced me to it. She was like, have you ever watched Dexter? And I'm like, no, but enough people have sort of mentioned it. And we binge-watched it. And it took us a while because there's there's quite a mm. lot of series and quite a lot of episodes. And it was absolutely fantastic. And we've watched it, I've watched it again from start to finish um, twice now. And yeah, the ending, um, it's it's just a classic example. Uh, I know we're going to do a Game of Thrones mm. biopsy <laughs> um, at some point as well, but you know, you know, this was this was before Game of Thrones, and people were equally as disappointed with the ending of Dexter. Um, some people said it was good. Uh, the majority of the fan base hated the ending, um, as it was just it was just flat. It was kind of like the scriptwriters just ran out of ideas, or they got another team in while they were on all of these to finish writing the series. And um, it was bizarre because everything, everything that the character done wasn't anything that the character done in the years of series as previous. And it was just, mm. it, was, it was weak. Basically, it was a weak ending that was just kind of like, yeah, I don't know where why these things have happened. Um, I don't know why this has been wrote in. Um, I just I just don't understand why they yeah. finished it like that. So I thought I thought I'd throw that one in as this hasn't been done on purpose. Um, this hasn't been, you know, a script writer hasn't thought, oh let's you know, let's throw aliens <laughs> in like you've mentioned or add one of these ideas. I think I think the script writers have just genuinely um not had a clue what they wanted to do with it. And you've Basically, got an awful end to this really amazing, mm. strong series. Um, so I feel I've got to, I've got to sort of mention that and put that as up there in, uh, in the list of the all-time bizarre endings mm. to a TV show. Oh, good. Yeah, we watched, we watched a bit of that. We, we watched a minute on the telly, and like we got to about season three or four, and then we, we dropped off it. But it was good, and I, yeah, I, I've never, I haven't heard that that was a bad ending. I haven't heard that was, it was sort of criticised, but um, yeah. It's a bit disappointing. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was yeah, there were, there were loads of memes going around um, at the end of Game of Thrones with uh, people <laughs> laughing, um, and it was basically from Dexter fans. Oh right. Game of fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> there, was, there were tons of them. I, I shared a couple of them actually because mm. I was able to appreciate them. But yeah, um, it was just it was just another example of. Really cool. Yeah, it's it's also yeah, it, loads of people. I haven't seen Dexter, and loads of people say Dexter is like one of the best things you're watching to the last series. It's like it's like it's and yeah, I'll never understand how a TV show can do that. Mm. But I, I, I was going to say I, I, I didn't understand that, that until bah, 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 Game of Thrones. I know we'll I know we'll yeah we'll save that we'll save yeah. that for another one because that has I love these terminology what did you call it an, um, an autopsy <laughs> I love that I love that it gave and we'll call it yeah. that the Game of Thrones autopsy yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that is exactly what we'll call oh it's got it that's got to be <laughs> Yeah. Let's inside. let's examine this dead carcass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a future one. Oh, brilliant. Nice one, Lee. So, yeah. Sorry, James. Yeah, I, I yeah, got well, I've got, one. I've got, got two one. that I'll briefly you mention. So, obviously, yeah. I've done a bit of research on the internet and that, but I'll go back to the fir- my first big twist as a film. 
that was a scream. It was ninety six, wasn't it? Now I know my mum and dad shouldn't have allowed me to watch it, but at the time, by the time it came out on VHS, mm. would you say I was about eight? Eight, eight or seven, probably seven, was I? So I remember I watched it when we got it from the video shop. Well, I Jenny got it from the video shop, and it, you know I'm a big fan of the Scream films. And that ending in Scream at the time, bear in mind, yeah. I was an absolute kid. I like I was like literally a child. I shouldn't have even been watching it. But obviously, I had an older sister and whatnot, and we watched it. And I did like horror films. I'm always like scaring myself, and I'll always remember. Spoilers alert for people. But obviously, not only is the killer her boyfriend, which is Billy, it it's her, it's Billy's mate as well. So there's two of them in Scream. And I remember like being, do you remember the ending? I remember thinking at the time, Jesus yeah. Christ! I was yeah. like, where's that? Like at first, and then there's that weird scene where they're like the two of them are like yeah. stabbing each other in the kitchen, and it's like, ah, oh, it's just weird. It goes proper <laughs> weird. Like, but like, not only does it shock you. Because it's just shocking, like the fact yeah. that it'd be a boyfriend, even though watching it back now, it's quite obvious. I still think it's not as obvious, by the way, that it's the mate that is mate as well. I think he's quite good at keeping it, like that it's not him. But like, I think it's Billy. Billy's the the, the boyfriend, I don't know what the lad's called. But then mm. that scene at the end where they're just in the kitchen and, you know, it's all come out that they're the baddies, do you know what I mean? And they're just stabbing each other continuously. That's <laughs> like, what the, what the hell's going on yeah. here? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well I, I, I'm, yeah, a, yeah. I'm a similar vein with that I remember watching that with mates and like loving it because like not being able to guess who, who the killer was and like because it took yeah. it all the way to the film they're like they're pinning it on Billy aren't they the boyfriend it's like it's definitely him it's definitely him and then all of a sudden there's a moment in the film yeah, where yeah, he's yeah. there and the killer's there and like oh it's not him who is it and then it's just it's t- <laughs> yeah. and I remember thinking the end of that going oh no it's two of them of course it is. <laughs> of course, it's, obviously it is. Yeah, um, but it is weird yeah, though, isn't it? As well, so it's, it's good. Ending. It's a good twist, yeah. but it's weird so, as well. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's weird. Yeah. It's proper. But it, proper it, it is horrible when even watching it now. Like you know, the first time I've seen it, like yeah. obviously it was about seven or eight. But now, even looking at it, it's like, oh yeah, it's weird. So there's that. Um, that's like my first yeah. big one that I can remember. Obviously, once upon a time in Hollywood's my main one, and then. The other one I was just going to mention, just when I was looking on the internet, it comes up a lot, is the obvious one. But it weren't so obvious when you're watching it. Obviously, it wasn't obvious at all in my eyes. with the Sixth Sense. Obviously, the, the Sixth Sense, Bruce Willis, Doctor, well, you know, is he there? Not oh. is there? Do you know what I mean? It's like, that. that, that is just another one. That's just mad. Yeah. The fact that he's actually dead, the Doctor, it's just mad. But yeah, that that's a big one that people always that was a massive shocker at the time. Yeah. Obviously now it's like, you know, it's being parodied to death, hasn't it? Now, but you know, at the time it was one of those where like it's a full film about mm. this little boy and bloody but and all this and then just that that when it that starts to come together at the end, I don't know where they, that that's another one. But yeah, my yeah. main ones it's, it's definitely looking back at the ones I've mentioned, scream. Was, was probably the biggest out of all of them because uh, it was just bonkers, bonkersly <laughs> weird. And then just the fact that it was two killers, it was just mad, mad. And I said that scene where it's like, it's not Billy, yes! Like, you sort of like, you go, who is it then? Like yeah. that, and it's like, oh my God, no, it's, but, yeah, quality. But yeah, they're my, they're my only ones I can mention, sorry. They're the only ones. Yeah. Mm. Oh, brilliant. 
that that sixth sense. By the way, that that's that, what an amazing. I mean, look, I think we're going to talk about plot twist at some point. But um, what an amazing film that is, and what an amazing plot twist at the end, like sort of reveal ending, and the way it goes back and shows you like all the bits where he, he was like he could he, he wasn't there basically, but you thought he was there. Um, it's so clever, so such a clever film, like the way it's filmed and and develops the the story that he's dead. Yeah, great. Well, I've I've got a few more I, I was going to mention, and um. Let's see what you're... Well, I'll start with like a sort of... It's a bit of a weird ending, but it fits the film. I've and I think I've talked this. about this one before, but Blazing Saddles. Have you seen this one? No. Well, I yeah, it's it's, it's 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 very strange. So it's obviously a cowboy film. It's a, it's a comedy cowboy film, you know, very ridiculous. Um, and it's all very self-aware. So, you know, they always, some of them look at the camera and things like that, and a few of the jokes, you know, <laughs> you know they're very self-aware that they're in a film. But then... The very end, there's a, there's a bar fight with all these cowboys, as you're having these cowboy films. But then it cuts to a sort of 1940s style musical where there's all people dancing around in top hats and, you know, around these fountains on the on this film lot. And all of a sudden, the wall crashes through and all these cowboys are fighting. <laughs> and this fight spills into this other studio and then they all start fighting. So <laughs> these cowboys are fighting with each other and they're fighting against these these people in top hats. And then if, if it spills over into like the, the, the food diner on the studio. Mm-hmm. And basically these cowboys are on the studio lot fighting <laughs> fighting with everyone. And it is a biz- it's such a bizarre ending, but it fits perfectly to the film because it's just a bizarre film. I, I, I highly recommend you watch that film because it, is, it is great. There's some great lines and great bits. But yeah, that ending, I'm not sure. I'll have a look in a minute, but I'm not, uh, I'm not too sure if it's on. I haven't seen it on Netflix or anything, I don't think. Um, because I probably would have watched it, but yeah, it's just great. It's just a weird ending because it's like it's a bit like air, airplane or um, you know, scary movie. The way the ending, it's it's not yeah. really a story, so it just ends. Or a bit like Monty Python and the Holy Grail, you know, another another bizarre ending. If you've seen this one, yeah. So it's basically yes. all these knights, <laughs> knights at the round table, get arrested by modern day police <laughs> for, for, for murder, and that's how the film ends. So it's like, it's just like yeah. these sort of comedy films can just end bizarrely, and it fits the story, which you know, and it it, it fits perfectly. But yeah, Blazing Saddles is brilliant. Um, another another film which ended not so brilliantly um, was The Happening, and I think I've spoke about this in the past as well, where. I, I, People are just sort of committing oh, yeah. suicide for no reason. Like there's, there's, build, there's builders jumping off building sites and people jumping in front of traffic. Um, Mark Wahlberg trying to save the day. <laughs> Turns out the trees are trying to kill everyone. You know what I mean? The, the, the trees, the, the, Mother Nature is fighting yeah. back and people, it, it's killing people by making them commit suicide. And it's just a bizarre ending. Um, and then all of a sudden, it's... It just stops. It doesn't kill them, and everyone just goes back to normal. Just a, such a, a weird, weird ending. You still early? Yeah, really. Jay, sorry, go on. Still here, yeah, uh, yeah. It was. It was an absolute, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I personally thought it was M Night Shyamalan's weakest. Um, I preferred his endings of like Village um, mm. and Six Sense, um, and Unbreakable to um, to the happening, um, but. It, it, it did. It just sort of had that sort of. It wasn't as it wasn't as twisty as his other endings. It was just. Like yeah, say, it just it just didn't seem to make sense. 
I, I, no, I was playing for aliens. <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't wasn't keen on that one. Um, another ending, which is totally bizarre, and I won't again. I won't spend much time talking about this because I've talked about it in the past, and I know not everyone's interested in it. But Neon Genesis Evangelion, which is um, a bizarre series, anime series where kids pilot giant robots, and it's weird. Well, the last episode was just a string of images, like sort of, because it's an animation, it was sort of like, you know, sketches and things like that and, and, and weird animation. It, it was just like sort of inside the mind of the main character, but th- there was no story to it. And it's it's such a, a weird, weird ending. It was so weird, in fact, that the director of the whole series went back and redone the ending as a film. So there is there is an actual film called The End of Evangelion. It's, in, it's on Netflix and it's a proper right. ending. It's a, it, 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 it makes... Yeah, I've read a lot about that. Um, I remember my brother telling me quite a quite a lot about this. I've never seen any of them, mm. um, but uh, I know that there was a really, really strange, very sort of Japanese um, ending to it. I, I, I think I think calling it Japanese is, is like <laughs> it's it's weirder than that. <laughs> it doesn't do it justice. Um, it is. It's just very like I can imagine it in my head like it's different colours, like sort of like. Like flashing on the screen, and then you see parts of the character half painted and not half painted. Um, it's, yeah, it's just bizarre. Um, gone again. And let's see if he gets back in. You still early? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's gone again. He must have a bad connection tonight. There he is, back again. Yeah. All right, I'll come to him. Three, two, one. So yeah, just a bizarre ending, I'd say. And um, he, he was done the ending because he was getting death threats about it. Uh, so, you know, that's that's one of the reasons he's done it. Yeah, so just a strange, strange ending. But then the proper ending in the film, I mean, even that's weird, but it, it makes sense with the story because it's a weird story anyway. This other ending was just like a random stuff. I think they were out of money or something, but um, that, so that, that's that's a very, very strange ending. Um, I, I know some of us are... Um, fans of the Buffy series, Buffy the Vampire series. Did we watch Angel? No, but I heard there was a, a bit of a backlash over the, the ending of Angel. Mm. Again, a, a strange ending, because we watched it a couple of years ago. Like, no, Lorne had never seen it, so we watched Buffy back-to-back, and then we watched Angel. A great series, loved it. You know, characters are great, stories are great and all that. And then, without giving too... Well, I will, I will give the ending away. Basically, it ends with hell opening up on Earth. And Angel and the gang, Angel and the gang are just stood there, and all these monsters are coming towards them, and then it finishes. <laughs> so it's like, it's like I can understand it. It's like it's a never-ending battle. It, it always there's always something else. You, you'll never be able to to like have a, a calm life. I can understand that, but it was a bit of a dud ending. He wanted to see a definite finish. Like this is how he finishes. This is how he's redeemed, and how he's he goes on and has a happy life. Um, whereas like the ending of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There was a definite ending. She stopped being a slayer. Sunnydale's gone. You know, all the baddies are dead and what have you. All the loose ends are tied. Um, so Angel, it was a bit of a disappointing ending. I can understand why he done it. Because it's different as Buffy and what have you. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't a great ending. Do you think they tried to just leave? I can't remember it. I used to watch... See, it's magical. My memory's terrible. I used to watch Angel and Buffy. Now I, I definitely know I didn't see the ending of Angel. I know that. Mm. But, like... Do you reckon they've done that in pair, like on 
deliberately, if you know what I mean, like that ends in a certain way, just in case, like, do you ever want to reboot it or whatever? I don't know. Do you reckon that might have been the reason why they didn't end it? So, per- like a perfect, yeah, I- perfect ending. Yeah, I mean, possibly. I mean, I, I, the way I say it is, he end, Josh Whedon ended Buffy like a definitive ending, wasn't he? And like, I'm assuming he done he done Angel as well. So I mean, you know, if he wanted a different ending for Angel, where it was sort of, as you say, open ended. Mm. I, I do know they, they done sequels to it, like comic book sequels. So it, it carried on afterwards. Um, but never read any of those, and they were they were official like sort of stories, like like Josh Whedon was involved with them. Um, but never read any of them. But you know, it would have been nice to see a definitive ending. So yeah, it, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was it was a bit weird. It was a bit disappointing. Yeah, just the way they'd done it. it was, yeah, but you know, as you say, maybe they would do with that opening again of the series. Mm. But, but I've I've left I've left the last one, my last one to to be the the, the high point of the craziest end into a series ever and again I might have mentioned this in the past but is anyone familiar with The Prisoner? Yes this is the um, the original is it Patrick um... yeah Patrick McGowan yes Patrick McGowan so have you never seen this James? No no I've never seen it no so so basically it's it's in the 60s this spy you assume he's a spy at the beginning of the episode, he gets kidnapped in his own apartment and wakes up in his own apartment. But when he opens the door to his own apartment, which was in London, he's on this island, or he's on this village. Yeah, he's in this village on an island. Um, so he is the prisoner. And it's such a strange series. It's brilliant. It's so 60s and it's so weird and out, out there. And every episode is, is him trying to escape the island. So he's trying to escape in different ways and different things going on. And it's bizarre. And, you know, this, this giant bouncing ball... If he goes too close to the sea and on the beach, this giant bouncing ball called Rover chases him and brings him back. You know, it's literally a big, it's literally a big balloon. You know what I mean? It's weird. <laughs> the, the final, the final, final episode just, just like goes one step further, and it is just bizarre. And I, I can't even still get my head around it. Um, so basically, he's he's on trial. There's an there's an episode where he's on trial, and he, he's number six, and number two. There's a different number two every every episode. He's like the leader of the village. Um, and number two is trying to get information out of number six, the prisoner. The prisoner's the, yeah. main, the main guy, number six. So we don't know who number one is. We never see number one. But then the last episode, he gets into where number one is. And he turns it round. And it's it's I think it's a, it's a fella in a, monkey, in a monkey suit. It's obviously a monkey suit. And takes the monkey suit face off. And it's him. He's number one. I was like, what's going on? How can he be number one? So it's, and it's just a weird, I can't remember what happens after that. And he escapes anyway. And he escapes on a train, underground train that takes him to London with this other fella who was in it as well. And it is just strange. And it's, it's a perfect ending to an absolutely bizarre, batshit crazy series. <laughs> if you never get a chance, check it out. I mean, I don't know how many, there's how many episodes, there's 17 episodes. I think they're only like half an hour, 40 minutes long. Um, and it's it's just dead weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sounds mental. And, and you, you, there's there's a few things like nice things to it to the whole series. You never you never find out his name. You never find out why, what what they're trying to find out, like the information. You never find out whether it's 
it's the organisation he works for that's made him a prisoner, or it's like the opposition that's made him a prisoner. It is just absolutely bizarre. But yeah, that that final episode, um, I think it's called The Charms of Big Ben or something, because Big Ben's in it, he drives past Big Ben, um, and it's charming. And it, it is just so weird, but amazing at the same time. It doesn't make any sense, but it's it fits perfectly to the series. So I if I... It was so good. Um, I think obviously the time um, in the sixties, um, everything about television and that was new. Um, mm, yeah, it was a very sort of new thing. So I think they were more experimental than they were today to create these sort of like outlandish <laughs> and really zany shows. Yeah, um, and I think Prison is a classic example of that. To be honest. Yeah, I mean, they were definitely experimenting with something, but I don't know what it was. Experimenting with writing this, it is it is great. Such such a great series, so highly recommended, and it's such a bizarre ending. I mean, it's it's a definitive ending. I don't know what it means, but it's it's a definitive ending anyway. So there we go. Um, but that that would be mine anyway, my top one. So any more honourable mentions there? Shutter Island. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, bizarre. And it makes it makes you go back and think, like, what's going on here? What's yeah, going on there? Yeah, it, yeah. it was yeah. that was one that completely caught me off guard. Um, Shutter Island. There's a, there's been a thing going around on social media about apparently, um, every time he's smoking a cigarette, that's when. Oh, what is it? Do you know what? It's annoying me that I haven't got it because I weren't prepared. There's like a thing that says like every scene on Shutter Island when he's smoking a cigarette is representative mm. of when he's, oh. I can't remember what it is. Anyway, Shutter Island. And if you if if you yeah. research what I'm on about, you'll I'm sure you'll find it on the internet. Yeah. Something yeah, it with, is great. Something yeah. to do with when Leo's smoking a cigarette. It's something to do with that, and that's like a giveaway of like moments where, oh, what is it? It's, oh, yeah. Just Google it, or something. You'll find it. Yeah, like moments where it's a fantasy or something. Yeah, like that, something like, like that. Yeah, something like that. Oh, I'll have to have a look at that. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, has anyone, I know, I've never seen it, but anyone watched the, the, the series Lost? Yeah. At the end of well, Lost? I, I watched the film, I was heavily invested, I was heavily invested in Lost for about three years. I watched like three series of it, and then I just give up, because it went, it, it started off brilliant, and it, it gripped me, and it was like right up my street, and then it just seemed to get worse and worse and worse and worse, and then, I, mm. I stopped watching it then, but I remember I always used to put on, I don't know why, I don't know why, I think my mum liked it or whatever, I used to always put E! News on, which is like entertainment news, and it has, it's the channel where it has all the Kardashians on and all that, but I remember my mum used to always watch that E! News, so I had E! News, oh I, yeah, my mum, <laughs> wink, wink, but I had that, so I had, I had E! News on anyway, and the next minute it was like, the last finale was the other night, this is some controversial reactions, and it was Americans on there, and I mean, they were kicking off. They were furious about it. Um, and I remember thinking, mm. bloody hell, I wonder what happened. Do you know what I mean? And it was like, because yeah. it was a bit like what we do on here sometimes, except for today. Like, not really, they just expressed that people were fuming without going into too much detail. No, so it didn't ruin it yeah. for people. And I remember thinking, bloody hell, what happened? But oh, I just remember it going basically rubbish. That's how I, what I thought. I just went rubbish, but yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So that, that's it. I stopped watching after about three years. I was heavily invested in Lost. 
you know, we spent a lot of lot of too much time on Lost really. Because I remember I just got yeah. sick of the same characters, sick of the same like plot, sick of the same location. And the next minute they'd find this thing and it'd take about ten episodes to to get to the other side of this thing they found. Oh yeah, it just got sick of it. But yeah, go on, Carl, what was you gonna yeah. say about it? <laughs> No, but I, was, I, I never watched it at all. Oh. I mean, I, I just know it, it was, it was, I heard about the controversial ending, yeah. so I just wondered if anyone's yeah. seen it. Cause... I don't know the end. I think the ending, and this, I haven't seen it, I promise you that I have not seen it. I think the ending of yeah. it was basically they were in Pegasus, weren't it? I think it was something like that. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, that was a, that was effective. Yeah, they were yeah. in Pegasus, and yeah, that's what I'd heard. It was like that, but yeah, I was a big fan. I lost for the first couple of years, and then I just, I just it just fell off the cliff. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Super. All right, so we ended there, lads. So I think, yeah, I think so. James has got a fact or fiction for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it is like last, sort of last minute, last minute job. This that me even being on the on the pod today. So, um, <laughs> but good to be back. Has anyone seen the film Scary Movie? Yes. What would you do if I was to say to you, Scream was actually meant to be called Scary Movie and it was changed in production? The name was changed. Would you say that's fact or fiction? <laughs> I I think I've heard this before. So I, well, what do you reckon, Lee? I'll go with, I'll go with fact. Yeah, I, I think it is fact. I think it was called that before it was called Scream. Yeah, you are correct. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it, was cha- it was changed. So <laughs> it was originally, the idea behind it was that it was would be originally called um, Scary Movie. And then it was changed by the Weinstein yeah. brothers, um, which were the ones who owned Miramax. And they decided to change it into Scream. Yeah. Because they were listening to Scream by Michael Jackson. No, the song by Michael Jackson plays in the car. And he thought, actually, oh, really? we need yeah. to change it to Scream. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, nice. That's a good little fact, though, isn't it? That was nice. <laughs> it was a nice little tidbit. That like that. Good stuff. Boss James, yeah. thanks very much. <laughs> good stuff. All right, so we'll finish there, and uh, we'd just like to say th- again, thanks for listening. I know we, we haven't been on for a while, but we, we'll hopefully get back regular again. Hundred percent, especially when it's locked. Yeah, especially when this lockdown's over. But um, as I say, if you want to get in contact with us, um, we're on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Chat and Flicks. And we've got our email, uh, chatandflicks at hotmail.com. So yeah, if you want to talk to us about anything, you want to suggest anything, you know, want us to talk about any particular topics, um, like we haven't we haven't talked about it this episode, but, you know, Justice League, the Schneider Cut is coming. So that's something big. We might talk about that next next episode, I think. Um, something me and James have been talking about recently as well right? um, but yeah and again just thanks for listening we really do appreciate you know everyone who, who listens and tell your friends tell your family get involved get listening and we will speak to you and see you next episode bye bye everybody bye